Welcome to the Caring Caregiver Show, the hub for caregiver connection. Your host, Evan and Savvy, are lifelong caregivers on a mission to bring community to those who selflessly put others first. Join us each week for topics ranging from self-care to respite resources to caregiver survivors just like you. like to welcome you to season four, episode five of the Caring Caregiver Show. I'm Evan. I'm Savvy. I'm and awake. We are <laughs> <laughs> and we are here each week to bring support to caregivers. Uh, we touch upon our journey as lifelong caregivers and share with you our best self-care tips and tricks we learned along the way. Our goal each show is to connect with the caregiver community so you know you have a hand to hold. We hope to leave you more uplifted than you came, and most of all, we want you to feel that you matter too. Uh, for those new to our community, I am certified health coach and founder of the Caregiver Health Club, the online weight loss program for caregivers. Our mission is to help 10,000 caregivers prevent type two diabetes through a simple and stress-free approach to self-care nutrition, and fitness. Our members get access to a three-month plan that includes recipes, a full wellness center, and our newest favorite, a Fitbit tracker. Uh, if you're ready to see what we're all about, come join our Facebook group uh, and start the free 30-day weight loss challenge at caregiverhealthclub.com challenge. That's awesome, everybody. And caregivers, you have time for this because it is from the caregiver's point of view. Uh, Evan totally understands what your time is like. Check it out, get on there. Um, you all know me, I'm Savvy, I'm the founder, give me a break. It's a nonprofit caring for caregivers. And I'm gonna apologize because this is my morning voice. It's a lot lower. <laughs> and you all know in the mornings, I am just glued to a screen and I am not very good at being on screen. So here I am, but we're here to bring back the joy of caregiving. So each week, we help caregivers relax, renew, resource, and revive. Just jump on our website, which is gab808.org, for more information and, of course, to register uh, in our community. Uh, because you know what? We know you're tired. We know you're frustrated. And we're here for you. That's what we do. We offer a break each week in our sessions. Uh, we have a support session. Uh, we just had one last night on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock. They're free and online, so totally convenient, totally affordable. And um, we're currently in a 10-part series on wellness. And we actually re-went over last night the whole uh, part of the wellness wheel, which is mental wellness, because... Right now, we're going through so much, you know, especially with COVID and caregivers being isolated and then having to have been more isolated on top of that and masks coming off. And so we really had a great, um, a great discussion. Uh, you should have been on there if you weren't on there last night. And for those of you who were, please pay it forward, spread that news of what we talked about last night with caregivers that you know, because it's a community and we all support one another. So get on, every caregiver really needs it. It's just life-changing. Um, and I'm gonna continue on because I am also the publisher of Giver's Guides Magazine, which is the only online magazine out there specifically for caregivers. And uh, we are in our March issue where we introduced a new article called Ask Christy, 
Uh, you may all remember Christy. She was on our show at one point, and she has now contributed an article after winning an award for writing, by the way. She just recently won an award, and I apologize. I don't have it. Uh, I'll have it on the next show. But she won an award uh, for her writing. And so she's actually uh, doing an article answering your caregiving questions, which is amazing. And it's in each issue. So check that out. Uh, if you don't have a subscription, get on now. Go to giversguides.com and get your subscription because the April issue is going to be amazing. Uh, it's a spring issue and there's some really great stuff in there. Uh, so remember, too, that all the proceeds from the magazine do go to support Give Me a Break, uh, and they go to um, help caregivers. So that's what we do. Whew, lots. I know it's a mouthful. Uh, we just had our expo, you know, and yeah. um, I know it was amazing. And Evan, you were amazing. And having you there was just incredible. So a lot of people were able to kind of firsthand be able to talk to you about the Caregiver uh, Health Club. And, you know, we had over 200 caregivers that actually walked through throughout the day, which is a, a lot considering that it was the first day in Hawaii, Hawaii, that the masks came off. So people were flooding the malls, flooding movie theaters. There were events everywhere. So it was really great. Um, I was really Didn't you feel like a little, a little naked, you know, not wearing your mask? <laughs> you know, it, it, I still do. I'm like looking for it whenever I walk yeah, in or I out still of grab somewhere. It. So, you know, it's that reflex that we're going to have to go through. But yeah, it was wonderful. Um, so either way, I'm chatting on and let's get right on with the show, uh, because you know what we need to do is we need to talk about what's been going on da, 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 in the world of caregiving. So let's check out the news with them. <laughs> All right. Well, today's news comes from the Dallas Morning News. And, you know, we're up early. We got the fresh off the press news <laughs> and it sheds light to U.S. military veterans who are rescuing Ukraine's orphans. These veterans are helping the nonprofit Aerial Recovery Group, who are making runs into Ukraine to extract children. I love this section about the article, and it says, as most true heroes will tell you, if you can get them to talk about themselves, they are drawn to running toward the fire rather than away from it. And not because they possess, well, I do believe they possess extraordinary courage and remarkable strength but because of a deep sense of purpose. And these are volunteers walking literally into Ukraine from Poland. And it is just, it is remarkable what these men and women um, are doing. I also had a story, a real count story told to me uh, from my best friend in Israel. And I don't know if many know, but there are a, there is a huge there is a huge population in Ukraine that's Jewish, and a lot of them had to flee, um, and Israel is taking them in. And uh, my best friend met this family that is now staying in a hotel in Jerusalem that shared, literally walked literally walked from Ukraine to Poland. I don't know how they got to Israel, uh, but the daughter was just just belted out and started singing a song to her about her experience. And it was multi three generations that was walking from Ukraine. Uh, so it's just remarkable what's happening. Um, and, you know, we feel it, we feel what's happening from afar and we're following it, but we had to pay tribute again to what's going on. Yeah. 
And I think that's the whole thing too, is right. It's, it's the heroes. I mean, this is just amazing, right? It's the heart of a caregiver. It's, it's, it is a heroic heart. And whether you are going through what all of our fellow caregivers in our community are going through and, you know, EMS, EMS and people who do things like this certainly are caregivers because it's, it's a heart condition, right? Um, and no matter where you are in the world, or you're just going through your day-to-day -day routine right here where we are, we're all heroes and we have that heroic heart. It's our purpose. Um, so all the more reason for us to really just join hearts and hands around the world, not just at home in your backyard, but remember that caregivers are everywhere. Um, and that's anyone who cares. So, you know, we're, we're doing this around the world thing. I'll tell you, um, one is through uh, knowledge and communication and the other is really through awareness and certainly through community. So today, speaking of going around the world, mm -hmm. uh, we have another caring soul that's gonna be joining our community uh, from around the world. We'd like to welcome Miriam Bold. I'm gonna have you pronounce your last name. I apologize, I didn't pron uh, pronounce it correctly. And you are the author of Caregiver 2.0, From Burnout to Powerhouse. Welcome from France, correct? The Netherlands. Netherlands. Oh my goodness. See, that's and right. You are in the neighborhood. And, and, and it's from the Netherlands. And I want you to all know I'm half Dutch and I should know this. Uh, so my, uh, my father's family is all from the Netherlands. And so what a, what a great honor it is for us to have you on yeah. from across the world. And um, we are connecting our community. I love this. I am so excited, Evelyn Tavi. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so exciting. I'm based in the Netherlands. My name is Miriam Baldewijn. As you mentioned, I'm the author of Caregiver 2.0 From Burnout to Powerhouse. I'm the caregiver to both my husband and my brother. I'm a wife. I'm a caregiver coach as well. And I'm a caregiver advocate. So it's you know better than anyone. <laughs> what it's like yes yes and and it's so awesome to see what both of you what both of you are doing so i appreciate it oh. i really appreciate it what you're doing thank you so much well we talk about this all the time miriam we say that caregivers are going to come out we're coming out yes <laughs> so this yeah. is our coming out party here uh right here on the caring show because we're going to help caregivers to not be isolated and and to become powerhouses so absolutely tell, well, tell us how do we do this how do we go you know from what was it again from burnout to what burnout to and your caregiver burnout is totally real right oh. so how do you go from burnout to become a powerhouse well in my in my case that's it's all in my book let me try to explain it in five minutes my husband, I met my husband in 1998. He was a diabetic. And we weren't even dating for one year when he was diagnosed with kidney failure. I was 28. And at that age, Miriam wanted to go to the club and do fun things, travel <laughs> around the world. That's what, you know, people of that age do, right? So instead of that, it was hospital in and hospital out. And that went on for four years. He was on peritoneal dialysis, hemodialysis. 
and finally had a kidney pancreas transplant surgery. And in those years, Miriam was not taking good care of herself. And the result, the result was that I burned out. And it was one simple question I got from a social worker in the hospital, Miriam, how are you doing? And that's when I broke. I cried and sobbed for 15 minutes. I couldn't stop crying. And I was mad at myself because I didn't want my boyfriend back then because we weren't married yet. I didn't want him to see me like this. So that this happened after his surgery. So I had a conversation with Martin. His name is Martin. And I told him I have to do something because I looked in the mirror and I asked myself, Miriam, what are you gonna do for you? Because you burned out. Do you love yourself? I knew the answer, but I couldn't say those words. And I left my husband, my, my boyfriend, and I went to my home country because I was born in South America. I left him for one week while he was recovering from a major surgery. I had to choose for Miriam. I didn't know where to start. I burned out, but I didn't know where to start, where to begin. How do I do it? How do I practice self-care? How do I ask for help? How do I see possibilities, grab opportunities? How do I schedule? I didn't know where to start. Yeah. But I took those baby steps. I tried, I fell. I got up again, tried again, fell again, got up again. And this took me quite some time. It took me a couple of years to find out what worked for me as a caregiver. I started with journaling, keeping those things, you know, get it out of my mind and write it down because that worked for me. I started with saying affirmations. I am worthy of a wonderful life too. In the beginning, it was, it felt weird, but I kept saying it and believing it. Meditation. I started with meditation. Once again, guys, I didn't know where to start. <laughs> so I started with meditation, but when I noticed that it brought me peace and that I transferred that positive energy mm. to Martin because that was, was that's what happens. That's what happened. I noticed that I wanted more. So those 10 minutes of meditation became 15 minutes. Those three minutes of journaling became five minutes. And that's how I started. And that's how I, I love started. that. And I still do it every morning. It's it's one of my morning habits. I wake yeah. up, I pray, I meditate, I shower. And while I'm having my breakfast, I'm journaling. Mm -hmm. Whatever comes to my mind. And thanks to journaling, the result of journaling is my book, Caregiver 2.0. So when Martin was finally doing better, in 2012, I was at the office when I received a phone call from Martin and asking me 
if I could call my brother and I said, why should I call my brother? He said, please call him. I'm driving to him right now. And I called my brother and he was talking strange. My brother had a stroke while I was talking to him on the phone. He was, he was partially paralyzed. He was 46 years young. Didn't know my name, the name of names of his children. I felt the anxiety, the stress, the, the, the fear of losing my brother. But thanks to those techniques and tools, I had taught myself. You were ready. So <laughs> I yeah, could have that as a another burnout. Yeah. You know, Miriam, I was, I was listening to your story as you have that introductory video on your website. And I was, I was really moved. You are, you come across as such a genuine soul and to have to, to, to go through one after the other, after the other, you know, it's enough already. Right. You know, and uh, there was one affirmation that I came across that you were saying, um, own your well-being because you are worthy of a wonderful life too. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I love that you are taking your journey, which caregiving really is. It's a journey and yeah. it's a, it, it can sometimes be a dangerous journey. And you take that knowledge that you gain from your journey and you're paying that forward. You know, and, and by this book, you're able to get that out to so many people that hopefully their journey won't be as precarious, right? Yeah. They won't have to have as many failures. I mean, we're all going to have those failures, but right, failure equals learn, right? So we're going to exactly. learn. But having this, this, this book that you've written about your journey and how to conquer burnout and give yourself that time is really such a great pay it forward and something caregivers really need. It's ironic too, that we were just, gosh, we were just discussing this last night. And I'm going to just take a moment, uh, liberty of a moment here is that one of the caregivers, I had assigned them the week before to wake up in the morning and say something positive about themselves. And one of the caregivers said, so I asked them, what did you do? What did you say? And one of the caregivers said that I said to myself, I'm going to be nice to people today. Mm. And I said, and I said, now I appreciate that. And that's really important. But for the next week, let's turn it inside. And let's say to yourself, I am nice. Yeah. And appreciate the qualities that are you. And it kind of changed the trajectory of what everybody was doing because caregivers are always pushing energy out yeah, and always looking at how they can help other people. And it was a true caregiver statement. The heart of a caregiver just shined in that statement, mm -hmm. but trying to get caregivers to look into themselves was that 360 turn that we had to do. And I love that you share your experience and you talk about how you failed and you succeeded and you failed and you succeeded because we are learning and we are gaining and we are getting better with each step that we take. And then it becomes part of who we are as caregivers to find that balance. So I just, I just love that you talked about that because yeah. that's exactly what caregivers need. They need to know how to get through that process. Right? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm honest, you know, I, today I'm an open book because it was difficult for me to talk about my journey 
um, even my best friend says, oh my gosh, I didn't know this. Why didn't you tell me? I feel yeah. like I should have helped you more. And I, and I said, no, it was me. It was Miriam. It's your Miriam. journey. It was my journey. And, you know, it's okay. And caregivers go through a lot. We caregivers go through a lot. And it's not always easy to, to, to talk about certain things. And that's why I suggest fellow caregivers to start journaling. You know, I love that. Start journaling and get it out of your head. Yeah. Um, it will help you. Yeah, it one will... of the things I notice about caregivers is they're always looking for someone to listen. Yeah. When, but they don't know who it's okay to talk to without being criticized or judged or, you know, and so journaling really is a great way to put that down. I mean, look at what your journaling has done. It's not only found your balance, but it's also provided a vessel for caregivers to be able to look at your book, read it and find inspiration for themselves. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because it's it's really hard and it was hard for me to write about certain things. I mean, Martin was a diabetic. He has neuropathy. He can walk with a pin in his foot without feeling anything. So he, at a certain point, he had an ulcer under his foot. And it was so deep all the way up to his bone. And I had to drive him to the hospital every single day, right? It's 50 minutes one way, but I was still working full time. So I was looking at what the nurse was doing. The I was with him in the treatment room and he was talking because he doesn't feel a thing, right? And she was all the way, oh. it was all, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> I asked her, um, I need to do this myself. And she said, are you sure? I said, yes. You know why? I have to take care of myself too. If I have to drive him every day to the hospital, I can't, I can't. It's, it's just too much. Yeah. And then she taught me how to do it myself. So I had to clean it three times a day, wow. but I did it. I did it. Right. Yeah. So right. when people say, how, how, how do you take care of yourself? I shared this story and they are like, was this self-care for you? I say, yes, it was self-care for me because I chose for both him and me by taking care of his wound myself. So I didn't have to drive back and forth. Because yeah. sometimes those solutions are not about going to the spa all day. Sometimes they're about those little adjustments you can make. Absolutely. Um, to become that powerhouse, right? What, what, what made you choose the word powerhouse? When I think of a powerhouse, you know, I'm like, okay, I got this. I did it. I feel strong um, in a good way. Because before my burnout, I felt strong. I always say, I thought I was a super hero, but in a bad way. 
a superhero who didn't take care of herself, who's a superhero who kept going with a powerhouse. I'm strong because I, I live a balanced life now as a caregiver. You regenerate, regenerate your power. I love that. Yeah. It's yeah. so important for other caregivers to hear your story because so often we hear the other side. Mm. Like it's very rare that we hear from a, a fellow caregiver who's endured it for quite some time. That's like, no, I got this. Like I'm more balanced. Like I figured out a way, even though it took years, you know, you, I, I wish, you know, there was, I, I really hope a lot of people tune in and, and, and listen into this one because you gotta you gotta hear it from the other side before so you can start envisioning it for yeah. yourself. Yeah. And and also, you know, a lot of caregivers are out there thinking that they are balanced. I got this. I am I got this. I, I breathe. I, I'm balanced, but they don't, you know. I mean, that was me. I was a classic case of I got this all the time. Yeah. And I didn't got this. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't till after. I had a kind of a break in caregiving when my mother went into hospice that I realized how burnt out I was, mm. how exhausted I was, how I didn't got this. Yeah. And so it's, the, again, it's that journey, right? But having any kind of resource, especially when you can share a story, you know, we, we every year we do a caregiver of the year contest uh, here in Hawaii, and um, we uh, we also have a pre prelude to it where we do seminars called our Tell Your Story seminars because caregivers have to learn that it's okay to tell their story, that they can learn from their story, and how important it is for their healing. And so when you have your story out there, it not only provides that courage and that powerhouse, you know, um, that powerhouse education or, or, or st whatever steps to be a powerhouse, but it also provides them to see that it's okay to tell your story, that it's healing and that you'll find your balance that way. And I, I just, I love anything like that because that's what our caregivers need. I needed that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I cried a lot when I wrote my story, I cried a lot. I, I laughed a lot, especially <laughs> when I was writing about um, the day Martin went um, into surgery. That was chapter 2.0 for us. After he got a kidney tran uh, pancreas transplant surgery, that was chapter 2.0. He didn't have to go three times a week to the hospital anymore for dialysis. Right. And when it comes to my brother today, thank God he can walk and talk again. Mm. He couldn't talk. And I remember the day I asked him if he was okay with me, his younger sister, showering him. You know, the nurses, they did all they could for the patients in the short amount of time they had, but they could only freshen him up daily. And once a week, they showered him. And I was so convinced that a daily shower would speed his recovery. So I asked the medical professionals for help. There I go again, asking for help. Good job. Can I do this? What, do I, what are the do's and don'ts for a partially paralyzed person who's connected to several medical devices? You know? And I asked my brother, 
He couldn't talk. Are you okay with me showering you? And he looked away and I could tell he felt uncomfortable. I felt awkward too, because I'm not used to seeing my brother naked. You know, but there was no way I was gonna let embarrassment win from me and his hygiene was a top priority. So I told him, bro, listen, <laughs> sissy loves you and I know you will recover. Let's do this. It's going down. Yeah. And he mumbled. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The power of touch. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh... The doctors, they were blown away by the result after a week. How he was recovering. And three months later, he started walking and talking again. His right arm isn't functioning. It's almost 10 years. But I still take him to the masseuse once every three weeks because he is still making progress. That's awesome. That's you know why I mean? do this? For me as a caregiver, he can walk again. That means that he, he needs less care from me so I can breathe too. Right. Mm. Right. It's about balance. It's right. about balance. And that, that's and what I mean about the heart of a caregiver, right? You have that heart of a caregiver is not just to care for your carry. The heart of the caregiver cares for you too. Because if you don't take care of yourself, then you become the one needing care. Yeah. And what happens to the caregivers? Yeah. So I love that. I, I really love that. Yeah. It's, you know, I can talk for hours. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think we could probably go on all day because we relate on so many levels. But that's what it is. That's what the community of caregivers is all about. Folks, we're sitting here. Um, I'm in Hawaii. Miriam's in the Netherlands. Kevin's in Waikiki. That's a whole nother world. And so we're, we're covering the globe here. And we're still connecting on the fact that we have the heart of a caregiver. And I just love that we can take that and, and not worry about burning that heart out. So you can go from burnout to a powerhouse and you can do that by checking out her book. And how can we, how can our caregivers get access to your book? Because I know I want a copy and I'm going to go right <laughs> after this. Get My it. book I, is on Amazon. My book is on Amazon, um, I think a lot of bookstores, Target, uh, Barnes and Noble, um, just type in Miriam Baldwin or Caregiver 2.0 from Burnout to Powerhouse. Um, and you can order it from uh, Amazon or Barnes and Noble or another website. Or go visit my website, miriambaldwin.com. I uh, I'm inviting everyone to watch the video. Evan has already watched the video. Uh, I think, I don't know if you have watched it, Safi, but um, watch the video so you know my story. Yes, I'm going to right after this. And honestly, I usually prepare more for a show, but having just had our expo, I just kind of wanted to go into this and see what it was like in the eyes of our caregivers that tune in. And I'm going to tell you that I love this. I actually love that I went into this 
mm-hmm. with an open mind to hear what you had to say. And, and, and I'm excited now to go to your website to check out your video, Miriam Baldwin, you guys check out her website. And I'm ex- super excited to want to get the book. So I'm an Amazon addict. I, I, <laughs> I'm going, <laughs> I'm going right now. Caregiver 2.0 from Burnout to Powerhouse. You guys uh, have got to go get a copy. Um, and we would just, I think that this is an amazing, amazing journey that you're sharing with us and can't thank you enough for that. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you inviting me. And I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to reach caregivers from all over the world to know that they are not alone and that I appreciate them for what they are doing and that there are possibilities. Possibilities, sorry. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Even if... You think it's dark, please don't stay in the dark. Mm. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting goosebumps as I'm saying. Oh, I, and, and it's so, it, we, our missions are so aligned. I'm, it, you're, I'm so happy to have met you and so happy to have had you on our show today. Thank you so much, Miriam. Thank you. Thank you. And thank My you pleasure. for your heart. <laughs> thank you so much. Miriam, we also wanted to touch upon, if you could just give like a one to two minute summary of your coaching programs. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. So I offer a six-week online coaching program. It's a one-on-one. On my website, you will see that I also offer group coaching, but I start with one-on-one. Most of the caregivers prefer one-on-one. So in those six weeks, I am guiding you. I'm using the word guide. I'm sitting next to you virtually guiding you through your journey to make sure that you, at the end of the course, that you're able to live a balanced life. I am your accountability partner. I will hold you responsible for what you have promised yourself. I will hold you, I will hold you accountable, right? I will hold you responsible, sorry, for what you have promised yourself. I'm not only your coach, but also your accountability partner. And I'm guiding you. Some of the people ask me, what do you teach? It depends. Everybody is unique. Some of the people, some of the clients need more attention with uh, when it comes to asking for help. Mm-hmm. Others need more um, guidance when it comes to scheduling. So it depends on what is needed. And I'm inviting you (laughs) to schedule a free call with me and start where you are. There's no beginning or no middle or no end. Start where you are. Take those baby steps, but radical action. So there's somebody out there. there. There's somebody out there, you guys, somebody out there that wants to help you, somebody out there that knows how to guide you. Wow, a six-week program, you guys, come on. Six weeks from now, you're going to wish you had called her. What an amazing uh, offer that you have in you. Offer a free consultation to that. So that's amazing. Get on her website, you guys. What was that website again, Evan? Can you pop that up on the screen? Um, So that we can get everybody to see it. Right. And it's Miriam Baldwin. And that's B-O-L-D-E-W-I-J-N, you guys. 
Don't yeah. they do great things in the Netherlands the way they spell the name? And uh, .com. Yeah. <laughs> and one more thing I want to share on my social media um, platforms, uh, Instagram and Facebook, I share value. But I also ask questions, just like I ask questions in my book. And some of those questions might make you feel uncomfortable. But sometimes we need to get uncomfortable yes. to be comfortable. And there yeah. was a time when I needed to answer those questions myself. And it helped yeah. me. That's why I asked. I love that. I love you that. are amazing. You are amazing. Yes, here. So, you know, I, one of these days we're going to have to get you here to Hawaii. That's all there is to it. You're going to have oh, to speak our honeymoon, our honeymoon, we went to Hawaii. A seven-day cruise from Honolulu to Waikiki, Kona. Oh, um, yes. Oh, yeah, I loved it. So I'd love to be back. Yes, well, we'll have to figure out a way to get you there. I'll have to figure out how to get my hair away from this mic, but we'll figure out a way to get you here um, and hopefully be able to do another, do, speak or talk to some of our caregivers because I think more caregivers need to hear what you're about. I'd love to. Got it. Love to. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you again, Miriam. We really appreciate your time. Uh, and and what time is it there anyway right now? It's uh, um, 8.37 in the evening. Wow. Wow. So we're 12 hours apart. Um, but thank you uh, for joining us and for making time to speak with our caregivers and share your journey, because that's really what it's about, folks. Your story matters, your journey matters, and you can go so easily just with Miriam's help from a burnout, which we all are, to a powerhouse. And I love that. You've got this. Thank you so much, Miriam, for joining us today. Thank Mahalo. You. Mahalo. Great. Thank you. Yay. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Evan, we all need to read this book and, uh, become a community of powerhouses. I just love that. What a great show. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, this is uh, our, to our caring show because sharing is caring. It's what we do and how we live and who we are. So we'll see you every week, Wednesday at noon, haha, -ha, but today at eight, <laughs> because you know, sometimes it's important that we do these things at the times that we can speak to people who are gonna really help us as caregivers. That's why we do this show. And I'm so glad that we did it this morning. I'm so glad I got up this morning. I feel positive, motivated. Yeah. I already feel like a powerhouse. I love that. Uh, so, so just get on our show. You'll be able to watch it all day anyway on our uh, Facebook page and all of our different platforms. And of course, you can listen to it on podcasts on Spotify and, and everywhere else, Apple. So check it out, share it with your caregivers, let them know that this is what we need to listen to. And this is the kind of input that we need that's positive from this show. So hopefully you guys get to see it, hear it one way or another. Um, because like I said, sharing is caring. So keep sharing. Uh, thanks for caring all of you. Mahalo and see you next week. I also wanted to do a shout out to uh, Kaylee Johnson who connected me to Miriam. Uh, one person to the next, we're, we're meeting caregivers all over the world. So I'm very fortunate um, and very blessed to have met you, Miriam. I know she's still on. Um, yeah. And next week we have Karen from Healing Hawaii um, to share all that. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm really excited about that show. Good. And so holding hands, everybody. Keep holding hands from one community to another. Awesome. Awesome.
Well, thank Hello. you. Aloha.